Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Science of Yes with your hostess, Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. Each week, Pam will speak about the energy of yes and how you can use it to create an extraordinary, prosperous life that you will absolutely love. Pam has spent a lifetime creating and leading transformational programs and is passionate about making abundance available for everyone through the power of yes. Callers are welcome, and we invite you to like Pam's show before leaving the program. So, open your mind and open your heart and be ready to receive what is possible for your friend, the Yes Coach. Hi, good evening. This is Pam Heath, and I am the Yes Coach, and it is Thursday night, May 13th, 2021. We are almost halfway through the year. It's amazing how time flies when we're having fun. I've been off for a couple of weeks. I've been ill. You know, I I did not catch COVID, but I did catch pneumonia. I came down with pneumonia, and I have been for at least six weeks now completely and absolutely just ill with this with um with this congestion and weakness and lethargy, and it's been it's been something else. I mean. Just recuperating from this has been mind-blowing for me. So here I am. I'm still, um, I'd say, about at 80% back in the saddle and health-wise doing okay. But I'm here. I'm I'm broadcasting here on um, Blog Talk Radio for my show, The Science of Yes. And um, tonight I'm going to talk a little bit about what I've been up to, um, despite the fact that I've been recuperating from pneumonia. I had my official book launch on April 26th, and we took my book to um, to bestseller status on Amazon, both in the United States and in Canada. So I'm I'm a best-selling author on Amazon in um, and an international best-selling author, which is very surprising. I wasn't expecting that, and it was absolutely exciting. Um, you know, and so what's there for me more than anything else? It's just really happy um, that I was able to take on that project to bring my book to bestseller. The book itself was was uh, written during the pandemic. I had a lot of time on my hands. I had a whole situation where um, being self-employed, a lot of my clients went away because um, they couldn't pay me because their clients went away. And um, for several months, I wasn't doing a whole lot. I did get some disaster relief, and that was awesome. And one of the things that um, I took on was finishing a book that I had been wanting to write, and that book is the book that I published, Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. So the book itself is a, is a culmination of, of the specific actions that you can take in your life so that um, you can have, you know, fulfill on your your dreams, your visions, your desires. They don't have to be just something that happens when you're, you know, having a glass of white wine or sitting watching TV, hoping and wishing and wanting it to happen, you can have your visions come true. And um, last year in December, as I faced um, 2021, one of the things I created for myself was that 
2021 was the year's bucket list. So in November, I will turn 65, and I told myself that I was going to start focusing on all the things I always wanted to do. And um, one of the things I wanted to do was to publish a book. And this year, in 2021, the year of the bucket list, I took my book to bestseller status. So I'm very excited about that. And um, part of it is from the energy of yes. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, I am a life coach, and I'm also a business consultant. Um, I'm a strategist. I'm a brand expert, and I help entrepreneurs um, take their business to the next level, and I help them get themselves branded. I have a whole um, process that I do, and um, if you're someone who's listening to my podcast and you're wondering if I can help you, the answer is yes, I can. If you're someone who are just getting started in business or you've been operating, you've got your business, you've got your EIN, you've got yourself as an LLC or a corporation, and you are wondering, how do I go about getting clients? How do I go about growing my business, expanding, you know, the level of which I operate? Yes, I can help you. One of the ways that I do that is helping you um, establish your brand. So, um the conversation about um, being in business and being an entrepreneur, I think it's really powerful because um, myself personally, as you'll find um, if you, you know, get my book and read it, I believe that um, everybody should be their own boss. And I know that that's complicated because we need people to sell donuts and coffee. We need people to, you know, manage the trains and the planes and, the, and, the, and to sell cars. We actually do need people to manage the conversations of the of the vendors that take care of us. We need people to work in the library. We need people to work in the gas stations. But having said that, and I understand that being an entrepreneur, being a business owner is not for everyone, I'm here to say that anyone can be a business owner. If you have that desire, if you're someone who, who wants to own your own business, who wants to, to be your own boss, you can take that on, and it can happen in a very short period of time. What's the best way to do it? My recommendation is that you save up some money. So if you have a nine-to-five job, and, and especially now, right now there's a lot going on. There, there are stimulus checks that are happening. They just came out with a third stimulus check. I don't know what you're doing with that money. If you're just spending it or buying new clothes, um, that's, your, you know, that's one valid option. But you can take that money, you can put it in your savings for a rainy day. And what I recommend um, that you do is that no matter what you're doing to earn money, whether you're trading dollars for hours or you're punching a time clock, that whatever it is that you're making, whatever your monthly, weekly, biweekly, whatever your paycheck is, that every time you get paid, no matter what, every time you take that check, because that check is not yours. Ultimately, that check goes to paying your rent, putting food on the table, putting clothes on your back, putting gas in your car. There are things that you must pay for out of that check. So in essence, that check is not yours. Ultimately, it belongs to the people that you pay the bills to. But the first person that should get paid when you get paid is you. So take 10% of whatever that is. If your check, when you receive it, is a $1,600 check, then take $160 and put it in a savings account. And do that every paycheck, no matter what. I don't care what bills are due. 
take $160. In other words, 10% of whatever that check is, net, not gross, net. So if your net is 16, but your gross is 22, then you take 10% of the net and put that in a savings account and don't touch it. Act like it's not there. Act like you had a bill to pay and it's gone. Don't go put $160 in there. And after you've done that three times, take that money and go buy a new shoes or a new dress or something. Just put that money aside and do that for a year. Just do that. Put it in savings and do that for a year. Now, that may sound to you like, you know, Pam, that I don't have the, the patience. I don't have the willpower. I don't have the discipline. But you do. You do have that. When you're um, driving around in your car, every now and then something happens and you need a new tire. Every now and then something happens and you got to put the car in the shop and it needs something and it costs 300 bucks and you're upset. You're mad, but you come up with the money because you got to. Either, it's either that or your car is out of commission and you're busting it to work. So if you take 10% of your net paycheck every time you get paid, okay, let's say you get paid, you know, twice a month. From the 15th and the last day of the month, you get a paycheck that comes to about 1600 You take the $160 and you put that in the bank, okay? And you do that twice a month, twice a month. And you don't touch that money. That is not your money. That goes into a savings account, you know, that you open specifically for this purpose. At the end of month one, you will have $320 in there. At the end of 12 months, you'll have 38 $140 in that savings account. Now, just keep doing that. Just keep doing that. Once you start establishing saving money, the money starts to multiply, especially if it's paying interest. I highly recommend that you get a, a credit union account because they tend to pay more interest than the regular banks like Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase. You know, the, the big banks, they don't, they don't pay as much interest on savings as credit unions do. And there are many credit unions you can, you know, a lot of times if you're in a particular field, there'll be a credit union for your field. Go to that credit union and put your money in savings so you have your checking account that manages your overhead, your rent, your your bills. You have um, a savings account that you've opened specifically for 10% of all the money that you make. Okay, so let's say that you are bringing home the 1600 that we talked about earlier and you get that twice a month. So you're bringing home 3200 a month. And let's say because that's not enough, let's say that you are married and your spouse is also bringing home 3200 So together, the two of you are bringing home $6,400 a month. And your rent is 2000 a month. You know, So if you are um, both bringing in 3200 the revenue for the household is 6400 and then you take the $2,000 out of that for the rent, which because that's the big ticket item for most people is the rent or the mortgage, then what you're looking at is $4,400 for you to manage that household, to manage it such that the, the electric bills, the, the utility bills, the cable, the internet bills are paid, the car note. If both of you have a car and you're paying a note on both those cars, hopefully you don't have a note. Hopefully, you, you, you're, you own your car outright. But if you have a note and you both have a note, then you have that. 
you have the insurance on the car, you might have the insurance on the home if you own your home, or even if you're in an apartment, because these days people get apartment insurance. What you're looking at, what you're looking at is what, how much does it take for you to manage that household comfortably? Like, in other words, you're not eating bloating sandwiches every night. You actually have the opportunity to have, you know, good food, solid food on the table, and that you're paying your bills and you're comfortable. You're not running around doing side hustles until you drop. You're actually bringing in enough money so that you're comfortable. How much money is left over? Like there's money for you to go to the movies. There's money for you to buy new clothes, buy new shoes. There's money for you to, you know, invest in yourself and get yourself um, some training and some education. You know, what is there for you, like a possibility for um, an additional um, savings account? There's the savings account that I talked about initially, which is the 10% of your net income. Both of you, by the way, if, you, if you're in a relationship where you're married or you're in a domestic situation where you guys pool your money together, then you should do 10% of both. In a savings, don't touch it. Leave it alone. Put it there. It's there for emergencies and a rainy day, okay? You can have another savings account that's there um, specifically to travel and take your vacation. So let's say that you vacation um, twice a year, in the summertime and in the wintertime. The summertime vacation is for you to go where you want to go. Like, let's say you live on the West Coast and you go to Disney World in Florida with the family. Um, and then in the wintertime for Christmas or Thanksgiving, you go visit the family wherever they are. So those are the two vacations. Let's just say you budget yourself what it's going to cost to fly there, rent a car maybe, or drive there, whatever, stay in a hotel, maybe, you know. And then, you know, once every two, three years, you plan an elaborate trip, an elaborate vacation where you go to Europe maybe and visit, you know, the Sistine Chapel in Italy or you go to Paris and, and visit the Moulin Rouge, you know, whatever it is that's there for you, that you're planning, budgeting, and, and strategizing what it looks like to do that. And that's how you live life large. That's how you say yes to life, is you incorporate your dreams, your desires, your wants um, into practical structures that fulfill on everything that you say you want in life that you don't have that you want to have. So my name is Pam Heath. I'm the Yes Coach. And I coach people to have the life of their dreams. I believe that life is beautiful and that life intends for you to enjoy, love, and have passion around everything. So coming from the energy, yes, anything is possible. So I am a coach, and I coach from the positive mindset of yes energy. And I examine yes energy with you to see how we can bring yes to your life. So um, my book, Say Yes, is, is now a bestseller on Amazon. Please feel free. It's there. It's in paperback and also ebook form. You can download the ebook. It's $9.99. And um, my gift to you is that if you're hearing this, um, um, this is something that I have in place, that you go to Amazon, you download the ebook for $9.99, and you read it, and then you put a review on Amazon. And if you take that on, if you do that, I will, um, if you, you know, write to me at pamheath at yescoachforyou.com. That's my email address. It's my name. Pam Heath, P-A-M-H-E-A-T-H, Pam Heath at yescoach, 
Y E S C O A C H, yes, coach, the number four, the, the numerical number four, the letter U.com. Pam Heath at yes, coach, for you.com. You can take that on. And if you do that, then write to me and tell me I, I, I purchased the ebook. I read and left a review on Amazon. Hopefully it's a good review. If it's a bad review, then, you know, it doesn't work. And um, I will send you an autographed copy of my book um, to your address as a gift for uh, leaving a review on Amazon. So, again, download the ebook, read it, you know, leave me a review on Amazon, and I will mail you an autographed copy of the paperback version of the book. Now, you're welcome to buy the paperback version of the book, but I'm going to send you one autographed. So it's up to you. I just am am requesting that you leave a review for my book on Amazon. Again, I'm Pamela Heath, The Yes Coach, and I wrote the book Say Yes. Now, my whole thing about saying yes is all inside of the energy of yes. I'm a life coach. I'm a business coach. I'm a a business strategist and branding expert. I teach you to come from the energy of yes. So you are an entrepreneur or you want to be an entrepreneur. My um, coaching is around branding yourself and getting yourself set up so that you have a very unique presence on, um, on the Internet with regard to your, um, your brand. So if you have a message, I teach you how to tweak your message so that it's unique to you when you stand out from the crowd. The first thing I do inside of that is, I, is we, we get really clear about who it is that you want to serve. So it's one of the biggest and most important questions you need to answer as an entrepreneur. I, I work a lot with very creative people, actors, singers, musicians, um, also psychics, mediums, tarot card readers, numerologists people who are very creative, very spiritual, and um, you want to know what your unique structure is around um, the services that you provide. You've got to niche yourself down, or it's hard for you to know who you're talking to. So when you're building your brand, one of the first most important things is that you need to know who you serve, who is your audience. And you need to know who they are so you know how to appeal to them with your brand message, your colors, your vibe, your energy. So the first, um, the first question you want to ask yourself is, who is your ideal customer? Who is the one person that you would love to work with? You know, so take that on. First off, think about that. I'm here on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can call in and ask me questions if you're taking this on, if you're looking to build your business and you're thinking about, well, how do I create the context of my ideal client? I want to talk to Pam about that. Call in. You can talk to me here on uh, my show, The Science of Yes. The number to call in is 760-888-5700. Again, you can call in and um, ask me questions. If you have some questions, like you're sitting here, you're creating your brand, and you want to talk to me, 
on air so that other people can hear and get some stuff stored out for themselves, the number is 760-888-5700. Call in and we'll discuss what it is that you need to take on to create your perfect customer. I call it your avatar. So you have an avatar of someone that you are actually serving. We're going to talk about um, distinguishing who it is that you serve. So whatever, a lot of times what I, what, I, um, what I tell my clients is that their perfect client, their avatar is usually someone who is very much like they are. You overcame something or you took on something and you have um, the gift of being able to talk to people about what you conquered and that's your gift or that's your um, specialty and your niche is helping people to overcome what you overcame. So if that's you, if I'm describing you and you're someone who provides a service that you yourself needed, then your avatar is kind of like you. So, you know, look at that person and distinguish them and ask questions about them. What's their name? How old are they? Are they married? Do they have children? Ask yourself who they are so that you can start to see them, you know, um, for yourself and you know who you're talking to. Because when you're establishing your brand, when you're establishing um, who this person is, you want to really make them um, – real for yourself. Uh, you want to start to see them in your mind's eye. So, that, you know, when I work with my clients, I have exercises I do with them to help them establish who their avatar is. And the, the closer you get to nailing down who this avatar is for you, the more you know what to say to them because you know who you're talking to. The next thing that, that you need to take on inside of being someone who is a yes in their business as an entrepreneur is to explore what your service is, what your expertise is. I guarantee you, you are an expert at something. No matter how humble you are, no matter how much you think, well, I'm just your everyday gal, you know, or no matter what, you are an expert at something. There's a lot of things as a matter of fact, that you are an expert at. But when it comes to your business, you are an expert at one thing that you are able to promote yourself or brand yourself as. You have a persona. And that, my friend, makes you an expert, and nobody does it the way you do it. So what does it mean to be an expert? Well, there's a million different approaches to, to teaching you how to be an expert in your field. You know, one of the things that I'm really expert in is mindset. I teach people how to alter their mindset. And what I mean by that is that in your mind, like, you know, you are operating from um, beliefs, your belief system about how the world works, how business works, how you work, what you can and cannot do, what you are and are not able to achieve. These are all belief systems that you have. Most of your belief systems come from how you grew up and the things that you heard and interacted with as a child. And believe it or not, you might be operating from some belief systems that were put in place when you were a child and you're no longer a child. 
and yet you still are operating from these belief systems that have you believe you cannot do something that you actually can do. Having expertise simply means that you have a skill or a knowledge related to a certain thing, a certain topic, a certain skill set. And it means that you have a way of doing things. And, you know, that way of doing things you can duplicate by having somebody else do that thing the same way that you do. So you know probably more than the average person about that thing. And you now can um, distinguish yourself as an expert on that thing, whatever it is. So the question is to look at some of you, you know, this is not a, a, a difficult thing for you to take on. You know what you're expert at. You know what you provide. You know, being um, one of the people who supports um, the New Age Guild and, the, and the, the new people who come on, I deal with a lot of mediums, a lot of psychics, a lot of people who come into the New Age Guild, and they are readers. They are people who they know what they do, they know what they provide, and they're very good at it but they don't know how to promote themselves as an expert. What experiences or what challenges come to your mind as you think about your skill set? What is your personal experience around successfully um, experiencing yourself inside of doing um, your, your thing, doing whatever it is that you provide, whatever service you, you give out? What is your experience? What is your history? That is what you want to promote when you are promoting yourself and your brand. And when I say promote, you know, I'm talking about as a coach, somebody who teaches people how to market themselves, you're going to be marketing yourself on social media and on the Internet. And, you know, just however you do that, as an expert in your field, whether you feel like you're an expert or not, you know more than someone who has never done whatever it is that you do. So you are um, personally, profoundly an expert in whatever it is you do. Just take that on. So um, establishing yourself as an expert, establishing what you're an expert in, and picking these services. And um, one of the things that I recommend you do is you can talk to the people in your life, you know, you can approach the people in your life and say, hey, listen, I'm working on building my business, my personal brand, and my unique expertise. And I couldn't think of a better person to help me with this um, as I start to build it than you. Will you mind giving me some honest answers to some questions? And I promise you, people will be like, sure, absolutely. And so um, if it were me, I would do it in writing. I would have, you know, you can create a, a Google Doc or something to send to them say, hey, Will you answer these questions about me? And so ask them, you know, over the years have you come to me about certain things? And, and please be open, honest, and, and forthright about the answers. What types of things have you come to me for help with? Is there an experience that I've been able to help you get through or overcome that you think other people might benefit from learning my approach and how I did it with you? And as it relates to my skill set, my, my work, my professional experience, who do you think I could help with my experience and why or how? And whether or not it's personal or professional, what would you say is my unique area that I have more 
knowledge or experience than most people do. Ask them that. Ask them and then see what they say. Ask the people that are in your life and see what they say about that. It'll be useful for you as you start to distinguish for yourself what your expertise and what your skill set is. So um, right now I'm going to stop inside of what I'm creating around um, creating a brand for yourself as an entrepreneur because I see that I have a call and I'm going to stop and see if they have a question. They might not. They might have just joined us just to hear what I have to say. So um, you're on the air live with Pam. He's the yes coach. Did you have a question for me? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, what you were saying is true. You know, people um, on the inside need help, you know, to deal with things so that they can perform at a higher, more efficient level outside of themselves. You know, so I think there's a, I think there's a great deal of a what was the word I'm looking for? I just had a, I just my brain just shut off for a second. Um, you know okay, what what's your name, sir? What's your name? Uh, this is Craig. Craig. Hi, Craig. So thanks for calling Hi. in. You're absolutely right. One of the things that I do, so I teach from a positive mindset, from the science of yes, and one of the things I teach people that when you're looking at your, anybody, by the way, anybody can start a business and provide expertise to somebody else. Something that you've done, that you succeeded at, if you turn around and look, there's people who are trying to do the same thing and they need to know how you did it because they can't figure it out for themselves. And you just became the expert in that particular thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that there are many today that we can look at as emerging leaders, people who um, have the ability to regulate their nervous systems so that they can uh, be the person that they're, they're becoming, you know, and that energy that is going on from that person is in training other people to follow that example, like you said. Exactly. So if you are someone who, for instance, you talk about the energy um, within you, um, that's very powerful because a lot of times what I see is that some people, um, they become afraid of something and they, they take no action because they're afraid to take the wrong action. And if you can help them to see there is an energy that you can tap into that could give you courage and power in the face of fear and you can take the actions you need to take and move forward. That in and of itself is a powerful expertise. It's something that I have. It, it sounds it sounds like that's exactly what you're saying. <laughs> no, yeah, that's exactly it's, it's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the, the pe- people people all the people that I've ever ran into um, operate from the left side of their brains. Okay, and that's where there's people are operated under being controlled because if they don't do this and this and that, then they don't like the the consequences of that. So they're controlled, and that's the left side of the brain. And you're right. you're saying that we need to get people from the left side, help them to come over to the right side of the brain because this is a higher level. You can deal with the difficulty at a higher level rather than down here being. Uh, and fear of doing something, like you said, that's different. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things that that you can point out when you talk about people operating from their left brain and getting them over to the right side of the brain is that some people actually don't even have access to the right side of their brain. They everything they do is inside of left brain and they they relate to the right side of their brain like it's non-existent. Well, you know, I mean, you know, there's also something else too. There's a lot of information that goes from the heart to the brain and then from the brain to the heart there's information that goes. But there's more information going from the heart to the mind. And so with that said, there's 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 a way to uh to fix a problem like if you're depressed or um you know, you're you're going through all that stuff. It's something's got you down low, super low, you know. Sometimes we get really low. And and you need to learn how to get some skills so you can take yourself to a higher level. And it's easy to do, but it's going to take a little practice too. And I've been using it, and it's become real time for me. I don't have to practice anymore. It's just the way it is. And I just go with the flow because I be knowing things that I didn't know before, but now I do. And I can clearly see if I force what I know onto somebody else, they're not going to get it because I'm forcing things. And I don't need to force anything. I just need to share it when there's an opportunity that presents itself. That's true. If you are, may I ask, are you um, a coach? Are you an entrepreneur? What What do you do? Um, well, I'm, I, 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 uh, I study a lot. I know that. So that's just all I do. I just, you know, I'm not, I don't have a, I don't have any titles in front of my name or anything. Um, I just got a cornucopia of experiences in my life. That's all. Why I ask is because if you were somebody who could make a difference with other human beings in how they relate to themselves, then one could say that you're a coach. Uh, well, uh, generally people don't even tell me that, you know, a lot of people say that you could probably make $300 an hour for sure. But, but that's, that's about as far as it's ever went. I never really got into any of this. I just, I just, I just like, I just like child development. I like, you know, relationship issue, problem solving. I like, I just like a lot of different goofy things that most people don't even really like, I guess. I do. Well, so when I get you interested in like it, I assume you mean that you enjoy doing it. Like it, it's something <laughs> that gives you pleasure, right? And you're right. Most people, you know, don't enjoy helping other people as a, as a, as a thing, you know, mostly they're focused on themselves. But, you know, yeah, the reason why I say yeah. you could be a coach is because I've been a coach since before it became cool to be a coach. I've been coaching oh, for 20 cool. years. Okay. Oh, wow. And nice. we didn't call ourselves coaches back then. We called ourselves consultants, you know, oh, nice. but we're coaches now. But being a coach gives you access to something. If you were someone who wanted, you talk about your your cornucopia of uh, skill set and and ability. If you were uh-huh. someone who was coaching another human being, what you would need to hone in on is what what is your intent to give away to them. Like somebody goes to the grocery store, Craig, and they want a head of cabbage and um, a bag of rice. When they arrive, they know what they want. They go 
pick it up off the shelves and they go to the cashier and pay for it. When they leave the store, what they have is the groceries they went there to get. So what you have to determine is when someone comes to you, what is it they're coming to you for? What are they going to get and what are they going to have when they leave? Oh, that's easy. Okay. Well, tell me. That's easy. That's easy. Okay. Um, So when people come to whoever you are, I'm gonna we're gonna use me now, okay? So people come to me, and uh, I generally just like everybody else, you know. I don't really, I mean, I do, but if you really want to get to know me, I don't know you. Well, I don't generally open the door up to just anybody, you know, like that personal way. So what happens is, is that once 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 you open yourself up to somebody, then when they're looking inside, there's a mirror in here. And they get to see themselves. And I know a lot of people don't see themselves right away. Sometimes you think that they don't see themselves. But that's because they were blinded by the light. Now, that was a, there's a purpose for that. There's a purpose for that because this was meant for later down the road when that light shows them back here today, the mirror, so they can see themselves. And they're going to appreciate what you were doing because you could say a lot of things, but actions are going to prove it. And they'll be able to see you in action. And that's the thing that I want to try to get people to see. I mean, I would hope that this would be the the the, 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 the mindset of everybody, is to see the actions of what people are doing, you know, instead of just um, judging people and not knowing what they're doing. Well, one of the things that would be useful, and like in having, like you mentioned, um, a mirror, like they open the door, and what they see is a mirror, and it reflects back to them what it is that they're putting out. What is one of the things that that's useful for? Well, it's useful for a number of things. Um, it's it's a way of making a deposit of love into somebody's love bank, if you will. I'll use that mm-hmm. for a way of descri- describing what I'm saying. And you're not making a withdrawal of love from that person. You know, you came into this to, to make a, to make a deposit. Now, whatever 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 that is that they needed, they were deficient in. And when this thing goes down, people have a, a there's something that happens inside. I know it's not about feelings, but it's more about where you are, and where you are would be considered the wellspring of life, meaning what you think, what you say, what you do. And when when this starts popping like this. People need to watch out because this is something good coming on strong, and it helps people. It encourages them. It does all these things. I can go. There's a list of things that it does. That's very powerful. What if you could promise to people that when they you they come to you, that what they get that everybody has a love bank. Okay, everybody. That's your thing. Like my thing is the science of yes. Your thing is everyone has a love bank, and when you come to me, I deposit into the love bank. Most people withdraw from your love bank, and you look around, and you're depleted. But what I do is when you come to me, I deposit to your love bank. So where yeah. do you want your deposit today? <laughs> well, I wasn't looking for love. You know what? Love just is what it is because love is But I'm action. just saying, love. Craig, that that's your, that, that's your thing. I'm offering you the opportunity to brand yourself as the guy who 
who deposits to the love bank. If you say that everyone has a love bank, and I, I agree with you, I believe that, that that's actually yeah. a, a really great um, way to look at it, is that everybody carries around a love bank, and, it, and people withdraw from that love bank all the time. All the if time, you yes. Get, all if time. you need a deposit, come to me. I'm Craig. I'm the guy that deposits to the love bank. People will, well, they, they will. be in line to come to you. So then <laughs> if you're going to establish yourself as an entrepreneur and brand yourself, Craig, then brand yourself. What If you're the guy that deposits to the love bank, what is your name? What is your title? Who do you see yourself as? I'm the guy who deposits to the love bank. And we're not talking about sex or erotica or anything like that. We're talking no, about no, energy. No. Yeah, right. Exactly. So who are well, you? I'm just a conduit, if you will. There you go. Come on. I'm the conduit. You know. I'm the person you come to when your love bank is depleted. I, I'm the conduit to recharge. <laughs> you get it? Yeah, that's, 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 that's beautiful. Yes. Amen to that. So you actually now, I just put you on, on a path towards branding yourself and establishing your unique, you know, contribution. Everybody has one. That's why I say everybody can be their own boss. Everybody can be an entrepreneur. You can charge for your services. You say that people tell you you could charge as much as $300 an hour. I, yeah. I tell you that you could do more than that. Probably, you know, yes. but I'm just I'm not good with money. You, I, never, I never ever wanted anything to do with money. I still don't. I don't me and money don't get along, okay. so uh, I try to stay away from it. If you say so, I mean that's one context yeah. you can have. It. I don't have a context for money because money is money. You know, people create yeah, just money. stories around money. It's just a mindset. You know, yeah, I, people have a lot of value that you bring yeah. to the party. Just like if you throw a party and someone brings, you know, food to the party, they're welcome. Yeah, please come on in. It's not like you say, yeah. well, don't come here and bring food. You're, they're welcome. <laughs> bring food. Bring alcohol. Bring yourself. Bring yeah, whatever you want. Bring what you bring to the party. You know, if if yeah. money is invited to the party, money will come. You never have to be That'd worried. Be nice about it just shows money. up, it shows up because it's value. When you are putting out value, value comes back to you. Life is a is a, a like a vortex. It it's it you know it flows. Energy flows. Life is energy. So you know, value flows. So what you put out comes back to you. So you never have to be afraid of or be concerned about money. It's it, rather than think about it as money, to give it as value. Okay. I'm sorry. I like to. I said I was gonna say I love to do the things that I love to do, and, and really doesn't. It's not even it has nothing to do with the money thing at all. It's just. It doesn't. It's just. It's, it's just all having about the ability. Value. Yeah, it's just all about having the ability to to uh, to to convey to other people. The wonderfulness about taking somebody's mind's eye off of their problems that they magnify to no end and taking them off, off their mind's eye off of that and putting it on something that's right and true and just stand back and watch them get the understanding that they so desperately needed over here. And you're just like, see, isn't that wonderful? And I get that's where I get my kicks there because that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. People are starting to get set free from the bondage of their fellow man. 
Man loves to put men under bondage and try to tell them this is the way it is, okay? Not exactly the way it is. There's more. And a lot of people want to trick people and coerce them into thinking that what they're saying, they have to make a decision based off of that. I'm thinking, no, 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 no. Don't be so fast to put this person in a position where they're going to regret making this decision because there's other alternatives that could have been presented. And we shall now take a look at these because then they might change their mind. They don't have to make a mistake now. And then, you know, let's just say I'm talking too much. No, no, not at all. I mean, I, I, you have something to contribute. You have a point of view and it's valid. I'm just trying to show you you what I do, what I do in, in life, what I do for a living is I'm a coach. And I'm always listening from the energy of yes. For me, everything is yes. It's not like I don't believe in the word no. It's not a question of semantics. It's a question of energy. And I empower. Yeah. If you say something to me, I'm going to empower it. Nice. So you say to me, I don't want money. You know, you say that to me, and I say, well, you know, whatever. Because, yeah. you know, I never say with your, with your voice what you don't want the universe to empower. Because if right, you say yeah. out loud, I don't care about money, the universe is going to hear that and go, oh, okay. Then you don't get well, me. Yeah, you know, know. So, it sounds like that. Yeah, so I, I, I empower, I, 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 I would, yes. <coughs> my I empower, yes. So I say, yeah. say yes. Just say yes. Well, and then when you do I that, the yes. universe uh, rewards. And, I, you know, the universe is welcome to reward me. I am open to receive. Whatever it has. Love, money, power. I'm open. That's that's not what I say. And I say it ongoingly all the time. And I'm always blessed because of it. And I invite you to do the same. And I think you have a I think you have a unique gift, you know, when you talk about um the love bank. I think you're on to something there. I would pursue that. I think about that, meditate on that. I think that if you're someone who contributes that actually makes deposits in people's love bank that you huh? have a commodity on, on something that people need. People need to be contributed to in that arena, I say. That's beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's really kind of you to talk that way. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. I've, I've, I've had to deal with a lot of different personalities and different people that have different conditions and stuff. And and just like yourself, you probably ran into a few yourself where some people, even though they may have, like, let's just say a mental illness, you know, because – these people need love too, you know, and there's a special way. There's an art to rehabilitation. And I take the art seriously because I'm an artist myself and I like to do this kind of thing. I mean, yeah, I can draw too. Don't get me wrong. Probably really well, but this is more, this is more of my valley right here is just helping people to be, um, you know, better inside because the more inside, if you feel wonderful, like you were saying, I do. I, I wake up every day and I think, God, if there's a law against feeling this good, I'm guilty, so guilty. I am such in trouble for this because, and he goes, there's nothing wrong. Nothing no, wrong with feeling wonderful wrong. on the inside. No, you know? not at all. As a matter of fact, it, that's the design of life is to be feel wonderful and to feel good. Life is beautiful. It was designed for yeah. you to feel good. You don't feel good then, you know, put, make a deposit to the love bank. 
it's tough because sometimes we don't see ourselves clearly. And if we can't see ourselves clearly, then how are we going to see anybody else clearly? We could be making a whole bunch of mistakes, and we need to stop in the name of love. I heard that. Yeah. And you know what? guess what? Love is going to start generating what it does all the time, and that's love because love is an action. You know? You can put words in the atmosphere, but you've got to have some action behind them. Otherwise, they just fall to the ground and do nothing. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so my I mean, thing would be for you to to look to see what contribution you have for others. Like, what specifically? If somebody came to you and said, "Listen, Craig, I've heard you talking on the Science of Yes podcast the other day. I'm really keenly interested in what you have to say about the love bank. Tell me more about that. What would you say? I would say that." <clears throat> You know, I give, I give you an example. Let's just use, uh, we'll use grandma. We'll use grandma. We'll use her because she's always a wonderful love bank, right? Okay. Okay. So everybody goes to grandma and makes a withdrawal, a withdrawal of her love. And her love could be anything because love means so many things, obviously. So she's always, she's always giving, giving. And these kids, they all take the the gifts and they run out and they go do whatever the hell they want. Right. And they always coming back. Why though? Well, it's grandma, you know, we need to make a withdrawal and they make withdrawal, withdrawal, withdrawal. And then they never made a deposit though, you know? And so sometimes, sometimes people shut the doors to the bank for a reason though. And it's hard to shut the door because all you want to do is just love them, don't you? But you don't want to get behind the wrong thing. That's the problem. If you get behind the wrong thing, you're reinforcing not the right thing. And see, there's a problem there. And if you keep doing that, it gets bigger and bigger. And you think, how the heck did this happen? But anyway, so grandma would always be giving, giving, giving. And you're thinking, well, it's better to give than to receive, right? That's right. That's why grandma's blessed the way she is. But people do realize at some point they're going to have to make a love deposit back into the bank. Yeah. In some way, way, whether it be thought, word, or action, it's going to happen. Okay, so that's something for you to contemplate, point where you are. What would be your advice to someone who to to make a contribution to the love bank of grandma? Like they're taking, 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 but somebody has to replenish her her love bank. So how would the how would you coach them to to go about doing that? Well, we go over there and go to grandma's house and grab her hand and we'll bring some flowers first and then go in there and grab her hand and tell her, look, I just want to say something. I want to acknowledge you. Looking back, when I was little, you put a lot of effort into me so that I had something to stand on today. I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you. I love you, too. Okay, so that's really powerful. And there's a couple of things that you're creating with that conversation in terms of um, making a deposit into Grandma's Love Bank. And one of the things that you're promoting is the honoring of uh, your grandma as an elder and as somebody who has contributed to you, 
by giving her acknowledgement and showing her gratitude and appreciation. And that's one of the ways to make a deposit into the love bank. Do you see that? Absolutely, 100%. So you're on your way to the first chapter of your book. Well, I've got a first chapter already done. That's what I'm talking about. What you just distinguished in this conversation is chapter one of your book. Oh wow! Well, you know what? If you had enough time, we would we could do like the we whole could book. just do endless <laughs> chapters. Chapter I mean, I'm, I got chapter. chapter after chapter. You don't even know. I'm just giving you some clues here, but it's yeah, amazing. But, but I got the first chapter. So, it's so easy now to get yourself published. You you publish on Amazon. It doesn't cost you anything. I mean, you yeah. obviously you're going to have to you know share with them the royalties, and they print on demand. So somebody that wants to buy your book buys your book and they print it when they order it. So you don't have to drive around with books in your trunk and sell them out of the trunk of your car. And the other thing is so easy now. You can go to Fiverr.com. I don't know if you're familiar with them and have someone do the cover for your book. So Fiverr.com. I never looked into any of it. Writing a book these days is so very easy. And I suffer from I suffer. I'm sorry. I'm a sufferer. <laughs> I suffer. It's okay. Trust it's me, all I right. Suffer. I suffer. That maybe, yeah, that's, I suffer. Um, maybe that's the title of your book, From Sufferer to Power, you know, to Powerhouse. <laughs> Power Recovering House. Sufferer. Well, I suffer from a, a, a TBI. I had a TBI when I was younger and stuff, and, and I was in a coma and all that. So but, but I do suffer from the left side. on the science of yes, talking about contribution to the love bank. So whatever the past had, it didn't stop you from being powerful in the present. It never does. The past is the past. Well, the past to me, my past, when I look back at my my life now, today, I look back and I just, I'm just in amazement because I can't, I just, there's nothing else I could do because when I look back, everything was reduced down to love and I can see how love took care of everything. And I'm just like, Oh my goodness. I can't be more blessed than I am right now. And if I can be, I don't, I'm going to have to ask somebody to stop, take it easy, because I just can't handle it. Well, God bless you, because that is basically the, the, what it is to be present to the gift that life is and how powerful and beautiful it is. Because the thing about life that's so cool, no matter where you end up, no matter what has happened to you, you can always achieve. No matter how bad something is, you can always get to the other side of it. There's, you're never left in a deep, dark place unless you want to be there. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes you think you're in a deep, dark place, and you, you wonder how you got there. But the reason why we, we, end, up, we end up in these places where, where we, we don't know how we got here, well, there's a reason why you're there. Just like you always point out, there's a reason why you're there. You're there to make a difference in somebody else's life, and you don't want to get in the way of the truth because when you get in the way of the truth, then you're making a mistake, not only in your life but in the other people's lives because the truth was working through you until you had some problems that needed to be attended to, attended to. And so the truth will attend to these problems and make it right where you made it a mistake, you see. But the truth will make it so that you can acknowledge the truth and then you can move forward because without the acknowledge of the truth, then you're not going to be able to move. Exactly. 
Have you read my book, Craig? No, I just, I, I, I really, I mean, I, I, it sounds interesting to me, though, you know, and, but I'm, I, 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 um, I just came on here and I was just saw your thing and I thought, well, maybe I could go in here and there's a little bit of time left. Maybe they'll call on me and I can talk for a minute, get to know somebody, and maybe try to have a relationship. But it's not always easy as you think, you know. Sometimes you think it's so easy. Well, you could just have a relationship with somebody. And I said, well, you know, have you ever had a relationship with somebody? And they go, oh, sure. I go, oh, well, do tell. And then I tell them something. I go, well, you know what I found out is that a lot of people want to be controlling manipulating and if you have feelings about them doing any of that they will exploit your feelings and i thought that's not really a relationship that i'm care i care to get into so my relationship thing is pretty uh you know it's like it's it just happens and i'm like there's the magic you know so but i'm open i'm open well as long as you're open to receive you will receive i can tell you from my experience Craig, that um, if you want a relationship with another human being, whether it's romantic or just friendship or whatever you're seeking, my advice to you is to seek it inside of what you want and not inside of what you don't want. Always look for what you want. Okay? So if you want a powerful, giving, loving relationship, look for that. Don't worry about people who are manipulative because if you don't focus on manipulative people, they won't show up in your environment. But if you go around looking for not manipulative, that doesn't work because you're going to get manipulative people every time. Not manipulative (laughs) is is manipulative. Don't look for not manipulative. Look for power, love, kindness, generosity, sense of humor, all the things you want to see in a relationship, look for that. Look for what you want, not for what you don't want. That's true. I agree with that. And I also I also want to just reiterate something else that I might have not said, or maybe I did say, I don't know. I can't remember now. But um, uh, oh gosh, I just had it in my head, and I just said all that, and I forgot it. Remind okay. me what you were talking about again. So the last part I was listening to what you said. You talk, uh-huh. and the show's about to shut down. It shuts me down at exactly nine o'clock. So, I was speaking yeah. to what you said that there are a lot of manipulative people in the world. That there are oh, people who are yeah. unkind, and I was right. saying, don't now, worry about, them. don't worry I about them at now. all. Don't, don't look for not them at all. Don't right. just just know that right. God's got your back. Just open yourself to receive what you want, and don't be concerned about what you don't want. Yeah, let me say this real quick since I remember now. Um, uh, All the people that I run into, everybody, including myself, by the way, everybody, we're all all manipulators. We all are. But what I noticed is that there are some people who are not narcissistic in that way. You know, they're more like manipulators for the interest of other people. So that tells me that this person has other people's best interests, their welfare, and their thought process. So I'm not opposed to this kind of manipulation. I'm not. But mm-hmm. if it's just for yourself, because you're greedy or whatever, you're just like, you got issues and stuff. Well, that becomes a bigger problem, not only for, for with me outside of that person, but I can only imagine the people closest to that person. I understand. 
would have some difficulty and would need probably a, a life coach to help them on the inside so they can be better people on the outside with these people, which, of course, we all need somebody to lean on. Okay. My show is now over. So I'm going to let you go. And thank you so much for being here tonight. And I will talk to you later. Take care. Okay. Hey, and thank bye. you. Bye-bye.